everything paranormal. Para-X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. The Gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Hi everyone, welcome to The Gathering Radio Show here on the Para-X Radio Network. This is Stephanie. And this is Heidi, and we're here for a Talismanic Tuesday. Ooh, a Talismanic know, right? Tuesday. I love it. Oh, me. <laughs> That's a mouthful. It is. It's a good one, though, because it's all about the full moon tonight and yes. uh, for our show. Mm-hmm. And uh, we that is definitely a, a symbol that has a lot of uh, talisman associations with it. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Good word. Good word. Thanks. I love it. <laughs> You know, these T words, I know we've said it before, but the T words are becoming more increasingly difficult to find. Something that we Well, if we could just reuse them, I think we'd be fine. Yeah. But yeah. it's kind of like our own little challenge now. Yes. Yes, it is. It's just it's just crazy. So so you've survived the full moon well, it's still a full moon actually, but the lunar eclipse last night? Yeah. Spring, it was say. it was very nice for me. I you know, because I didn't do anything thankfully last night I worked all day which I wasn't intending to but I ended up working all day because I had a big weekend and of course it's right off of a big month and so yes. I didn't want to do anything last night and and nothing weird happened it was very low-key my energy was good everybody around me their energy was okay so yeah it was it was nice it didn't um, have any um, extreme effects I guess mm-hmm. if you want to say that mm-hmm. how has it been for you with the yeah. whole moon? Well, I feel super tired and I have for a couple of days, but you know, that could be a lot could of be things. The time change. It could too. be the time change. It could be, you know, October was extremely busy. Um, all weekend long, I was out doing yard things. I raked up a million bags full of leaves and cleaned the yard. And I mean, it was just nonstop. And so my physical body hurts too, right? Because I'm, I'm old now. So <laughs> raking those leaves is really tough. Um so it could be a lot of things, but yeah, yeah. that moon energy it doesn't help, right? And when it's when it's an eclipse and it's there's a lunar eclipse, it's not like you know some full moons give you that crazy wild energy and you're wide awake and ofta mm-hmm. things are crazy, but but this one is more like exhausting, right? And I know I have a lot of things that have made me tired, but this is just like wow, I need to sleep for a week. I wish I could. You know, I can't, obviously. But, um, yeah, crazy, 
craziness. So yeah, I didn't, I thought it was okay. I mean, yeah, I've been a little tired, but I've had a lot going on too. So mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. yeah, we had a big weekend this weekend. I don't know if you saw the pictures I put out there. We had our uh, priestess emergence weekend this oh. weekend and it was wonderful and it's, but it's big, it's huge energy. And, you know, it's funny, um, and Cindy is in the chat room. She was there, uh, of course, the whole weekend. She's been there the whole time, the whole thing, which is awesome. She's my mm-hmm. uh, sidekick in this. And um, we, we, it was so, like, the energy was so big on Saturday. We had people all day, like, knocking on the door to come, in, like, it just weird things were bringing people to the door at the studio, which was interesting because that doesn't normally happen when we have an all-day event at the studio. Mm-hmm. People were coming and knocking and wanting to, like, schedule things and wanted to come in and see what it looked like inside, and we're like, what is going on here? So, it, and I told the gals, I said, you gals are so, your energy is so big, it's like people are feeling it outside and co- wanting to come here, maybe not realizing that that's what's drawing them in, but it was, mm-hmm. it was so cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was, it was great. Um, but it was exhausting because it's such a big weekend and everybody's so excited. So it's, yeah, it's a lot of, it's a lot of energy to hold that up. And so I wasn't yep. planning on working yesterday, but then I ended up having to, because I had clients that wanted to bring their kids in for Reiki sessions and they had the day off yesterday. So school, whatever, certain schools, I guess did. So I had to. I went in and did a couple, few sessions actually. So I crashed last night. Yeah, that was tired. Well, and then so then, like I told you at the before the show, I I did bound out of bed. I was so tired. We I was actually in bed by nine thirty last night and sound asleep. But I woke up at like four fifteen and I knew the eclipse was happening. So I bounded out of bed, got dressed put on my jacket and shoes and scarf and hat and ran outside and looked at the sky and it was cloudy. And I thought, well, maybe there's some breaks in the front. So then I ran around to the other side of the house. No, such luck. (laughs) So then of course, you know, when you're exposed to the cold and outside you're wide awake then, you know, so yeah, I've been, I've been awake for a long time now. So I'm a little tired from that too, but yeah, Yeah. things just didn't go right for me today. I mean, there was a lot of things that were, Weird, like parking things. And, you know, we had technical issues at work. And just, it was like one thing just layered on top of the other. So it was kind of like, oh, my goodness. It was crazy day, for sure. Well, and that's, we were talking about this earlier. I, I thought, I wonder if that's because of the full moon energy, yeah. maybe. Yeah. That's you know, because in this eclipse energy, I mean, I wonder if that could have an effect on technology. I noticed my internet was kind of weird today, just kind of. Which it hasn't been since we switched internet companies a few months ago. Actually, this summer, it's been great. And today, it's just been kind of lagging. So, I don't know if there's something going on energetically, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, it was just kind of a kind of a weird day. And, like I said, coming off of October, I'm still trying to get rested and refreshed, right, for, throughout yeah. all this. And still have some things to do outside. And I don't know how that's going to happen because it's going to be super cold now after the after these storms coming through. But we'll get it done. We'll get it done. So, yeah, we don't. I was saying in the chat room, we don't rake here. We don't have well, to, which is nice. Now that we're out in the country, we don't have to rake. If I was in the yeah. city, of course, I used to rake oh, yeah. all the time. But we don't have to rake because it just the leaves just blow away into the woods. Yep. Which yep. is nice. So yeah. we don't 
And I know. I don't even know where the rake is anymore. Well, <laughs> I have my garden rake, which is different than leaf raking, right? Yes. Oh, I know yes. where my garden rake is. I have no idea. I don't even know if we own a leaf rake at this point because <laughs> we don't. We don't have to rake, which is awesome. Well, so, I have I have a million rakes, but yeah, and it's like think? well, and you know, I'm pretty I'm pretty lax in my yard. You know, I'm kind of the hippie of the block. You know, and people, you know, but at the same time, people love my house too. They come and say, "You have the best looking house on the." block because it's just so comforting and I just want to come in there. You know what I mean? It's just like one of those things. Um, but I have a million trees, as you know. It looks mm-hmm. like Bigfoot lives in the backyard. There are big, yep. huge maples in the back and in the front I have a big, huge maple and a big, huge elm and a big pine tree. So there's a lot of leaves and I do leave them in the gardens as mulch over the mm-hmm. winter time. So I always rake a bunch in there, much to, I'm sure, my neighbors who are clean freaks go crazy because they blow around all winter, you know, until the snow comes, I should say. Um, I don't care. I'm still going to do it. But we raked up, I raked up like 25 bags of leaves. I mean, that's, and they're heavy, you know? So, yeah, it was crazy. And I still could do more, but I'm not going to. It's fine. Yeah. Good yeah. My yard that I used to have when I lived in the city, we had a ton of trees in that yard. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. And I remember not getting all the leaves. And one year we bagged almost 40 bags of leaves and we yeah. sold more leaves because we didn't have yeah. rock. We had rock gardens, not mm-hmm. um, mulch gardens. So yeah. um, they, and that was the owner before I bought the house. So it was, um, yeah, you couldn't leave the leaves in there because that would just be mm-hmm. such a disaster. So, yeah, it was terrible. But yeah. I would. I'd rake. But now I yeah. don't have to. It's great. Yeah. But the thing is, we have to we have to shovel like nobody's business. Yeah. Both our driveways are super long. Yes. So that makes up for the shovel. The oh, you know, you shovel. give, yeah, one for the other. But, um, yeah, so it's all good. It's, you know, it's. It's part of life, right? You just do it. Maybe next year I'll hire somebody to do it. <laughs> I'm getting pretty tired, can I just say? And Casey's got arthritis too. So it's like, you know, it's hard for her shoulders hurt. So it's hard for her to do it at the same time. So, yeah, it's a little difficult, you know. But um, now we have now we have to clean the gutters, which, oh, what a gross thing that is. But we got to do it before winter yeah. sets in, you know. Yep. All sorts of fun Home maintenance, right? Yes, absolutely. So we're going to talk about... Too bad you can't do it tonight in the moonlight, but oh, it's raining. But it's it's raining, but we need the rain. I'm so (laughs) grateful for the rain. It can rain, rain, rain for days and days, and I would be just ecstatic. You know, like I I mentioned, Silver Lake is, I don't know, got at least 10 feet of beach that she never had before. You know, and it's like, it's just marshy and mushy, and oh, it's just not good. So... And the trees are all lacking, you know. I just, I hope they can come back because, oh, they're just, they haven't had enough water. So. Yeah, down in the cities, it's really bad. Super I'm, bad. I'm saying up here, I'm going to have to mow again. I already packed the mower away, but we've gotten so much rain in the last two weeks, I'm going to have to mow again. Grass is still growing. It's like, oh, my goodness. But that's okay because it's healthy. Yes. Have, I mean, the land is loving it. So Yes, anyway. yes. So I'm hoping we kind of flip the switch now and it'll be a little bit different here, you know, too. So we get some. But so the moon is the subject. And, you know, we reference the moon a lot, but we've never really devoted serious time to it, right? Right. 
And I, I'm, I was born in July, so I'm, my astrological sign is cancer. So I am definitely a moon child, which is probably why the moon affects me so much, right? But it's, it's an amazing, an amazing body, the moon. She's just, I call her Luna. She's my Luna, you know? And, um, yeah, she's just all kinds of full of good stuff. I always, I love those memes that say, in my defense, the moon was full and I was unsupervised. <laughs> that sounds like you. I know, right? Doesn't it? I know. Because um, it's true. And most, a lot of times, the full moon makes me just crazy. I, I don't sleep. I'm jittery, crazy, nutty. But this time, like I said, totally exhausted. And I kind of think it's the, the whole eclipse thing. And I've been reading that's that it does that for some people. You know, it just kind of just, oh, you're exhausted from, the, from it all. What yeah, it's, you know, I, I think about my relationship, I guess, with the moon. And it's, it isn't, like, I don't, I like it. I will do moon ceremonies, but I don't feel this like super connection to the moon and I don't feel it affects well I guess people around me could probably answer that better I don't feel it affects me in any way but I could just be Mm -hmm. saying that and I could be one way or another and have no idea I guess but Mm -hmm. I don't feel like it affects me in any way Mm -hmm. so I guess that's good because I don't I like I don't know I used to be so with my energy, because being an empath and not having managed it for such a long time, mm-hmm. I love being very even keeled. And Cindy's probably rolling her eyes right now because I know that I do get tense and stressed out in certain situations. But for the most part, I think I'm pretty even when it comes to big swings or anything like that. So, um, yeah, I don't think it affects me one way or the other. Yeah, extreme as it does. Well, Well, that's okay if it does to people. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I just I don't think it does. Mm. People around me would probably be a better judge of that, though. Well, (laughs) and I think that the moon really um, messes with people who are who have the water signs, right? I mean, mine Mm -hmm. is the moon sign, but I mean, Pisces, Cancer, all the water signs are affected by the moon because of the pull of the tides, right? So. I think that those signs are probably the most affected by the moon, you know, and for sure, if you're a moon child, us, you know, moon sisters and moon brothers. So, but yeah, I love the moon. I think, I think you can, if you can use her energy to do things, it's, it's amazing. You know, um, I talk to the moon a lot just because I, she just, she gives me great energy and, and, you know, back down you know she's always been thought of as a feminine energy which to this day i mean we all say she is um we call her luna um but and there's all kinds of rituals you know we've done full moon rituals new moon rituals we've done them all and i do think that they're amazing i think you feel amazing when you do those when you get to grab a, a bunch of women together in a circle under the moon it's totally amazing it doesn't matter if it's new moon or full moon or whatever and even if you just go out by yourself you know and just mm-hmm. what and you used to do full moon circles remember yep Back in the day. it was before covid i did full moon ceremonies every month and i stopped doing them because of covid and i didn't get back into them 
because again, it just, um, I wanted to do other things after we all came back from all of that, but, Mm -hmm. um, it was good. I, mine wasn't just women. It was anybody that wanted Mm -hmm. to come. And so, uh, we would do a full moon ceremony and it was, it was hard because I, I would rather do those outside if I'm going to do that. Yes. Yes. And I don't have an outside space at my current location. So mm-hmm. I'd rather do those outside anyway. So if I'm going to do one, it just doesn't feel like it's that. Like, I, they're good. I'm not saying it wasn't good. It was really good. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And people loved them. And mm-hmm. uh, we'd burn intentions. We'd go outside and do that. Yeah. I'd take everybody outside into the parking lot. But yeah. um, it was, I'd rather, if I could ever find a space someday that has outdoor space, I'd rather do those outdoors because that feels more authentic to me. And even in the wintertime, I'd do them outdoors. If it wasn't blasted cold, mm-hmm. I'd do them outside. You know, it's amazing, though, when you go out and when it's cold. Uh, I was out with a couple of friends last, I think it was in December, and we went to my park over here. We went to the clearing in the woods, and we did a full moon ceremony, and it was like 10 above. <laughs> and we were out there, and we had our candles and we cast our circle and we did, and it was the most amazing, amazing, amazing thing. Of course, I got home and I couldn't feel my fingers and they were so frozen. They just about killed me for hours later because, you know, you have to have your fingers to do things, you know. So, but it was absolutely amazing. But um, I think for me, the full moon ceremonies and the moon ceremonies are best done with women. You know, because it's that whole feminine energy scenario, you know, and I'm not saying men can't join in, but for me, it's like a sisterhood, you know, it's, it's my sisterhood and we all get together and we all support each other and it's a group of friends and we, this is what we do, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. we do new moon stuff, you know, we did a lot of, over the year we've done a lot virtually, actually we've gotten together like on Facebook and did, you know, or messenger Skype or whatever and done this either outside in our own spaces or in a window, you know, like I would be in my room, which you can see the moon from my room, you know, if it was super cold outside. But I do think it's amazing. And, you know, we write down our moon journal. I have my moon journal, which I haven't written in for a long time. I've become very undisciplined the last few months, but I would always just write something every day, maybe just even a paragraph. And on top, I'd always say, what the what quarter the moon was in you know what i mean and it, it it's fun to go back and look at it and see if it matches like what they say is going on with the moon at certain times most of the time mm. it does hmm yeah i can't see myself doing a moon journal <clears throat> excuse oh, me yeah. i can't see it. yeah I love it. again cuz i just i'm not connected to the moon mm-hmm. energy mm-hmm. <laughs> so not that i'm not a, i mean again it sounds great but yeah yeah maybe yeah. i just have too many things going on that i just one more thing right so i found a whole like a uh, description of the different um the different phases of the moon and, and kind of what they mean so i guess we'll start with the full moon because you know this is the full moon so um they call it the savor your life phase and it it talks about it's the showiest of course because you know it, it's full it it's the most energetic oh and by the way i was also reading that when the eclipse happens the 
that the energy of the moon is a hundred times what a normal full moon would be. You know, and they say that eclipses are a bad time. Like if you're going to make moon water or do any of that stuff, you don't do that when there's an eclipse because it's just that the energy is just too, you know, unfounded. So I suppose it would be good for other things though. Sure. If you really need that intensity. Sure. Sure, but a hundred times, a hundred times, that is crazy, right? Maybe that's why we're tired. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'll just read this because I, I think it just is very good. And it's, it says, there is a kind of radiant glory in the full moon, the showiest of phases. It is likely the moon phase that is most known for having a spiritual meaning, often considered a time to celebrate and savor everything you have created with the waxing moon, you might find that the full moon brings a feeling of intensity and you might notice that you are more, more emotionally reactive and overwhelmed. See, most of the time, that's how it is for me. Um, and it talks about how the full moon is a potent time for rituals and talks about how to create a ritual that celebrates small and large ways and what you're grateful with. And, of course, the release, right? We want to release the things that no longer serve us. Um, it's just the full moon is great. But I also like the new moon, right? Because the new moon is a time for new things. And it's a time to set your intentions for what you're going to accomplish this cycle of 29 days. You know? Yeah. I and I, I guess, associate or feel a lot more comfortable with the new moon energy. Maybe that's because that's where I, what I was born under. Mm-hmm. Um, new moon energy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's. I do like the full moon for that ability to, you know, release things into the universe, set that intention to like let something go. So, yeah, that's always that's always good. You know, I I do try and pay attention to that if I really have something I need to release, especially mm-hmm. if it's been hard. You know, for me, yeah. I'll. Um, look at the moon calendar and see when the full moon is coming up and do some kind of uh, intention ceremony just to, you know, if I need help. Because it, it's, again, I I do believe that spirits could help me, but also mm-hmm. it really kind of holds me accountable when I set my intention. You know, if I'm doing something mm-hmm. like that, I'm really, I'm really trying to hold myself to it, you know, by putting it out there and you know, just like when you tell someone something yeah. and when they know about it, now you kind of have to do it or whatever. Yeah. So you're telling the universe, like, this is what I, really what I need to do. And so I do feel like it holds me more accountable because I'm yes. setting that intention. So yes. I yes. will, if I, if I have something big that I'm trying to do, I will look for that full moon energy to get that, um, you know, extra energy out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and it also talks about um, it's a creative, the full moon is creative, and it said, uh, let, the, let the creativity inherent in this phase light the spark inside of you as to reflect back on what you have created. So, yeah, I think it's just cool. And then the release and forgiving, um, and then it talks about how this sets the next stage, sets the stage for the next lunar stage, which of course is the waning moon which is letting it go right let it go let it go let it go you know and that's what that's all about so i wrote in the chat room but i'll say it just in case anybody wants to hop in the chat room or or messages through facebook um Mm -hmm. if there's any full moon stories or rituals that you guys have that you want to share with us on the chat room so we can 
read it on air and also, of course, ask any questions that you might have mm-hmm. uh, or that we have on your story. Uh, but yeah, let us know if you have any interesting moon connections or full moon stories or anything like that, rituals that you do. would love to hear about it. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's a lot of them out there. And, you know, honestly, they don't have to be. It's just what makes you feel you good. Makes you feel good. Sorry. Um, and I think we all do that for sure. There's no right or wrong way. For sure. You know? So I have Facebook Messenger open too. So if anybody has any questions to ask us or any stories and you're not in the chat room, you know, message us on Facebook. You know, because we will read those out loud, out loud as well. Um. Cat's talking about the gravitational pull. Yeah. Moon Tool app. No, what is this all about, Cat? I need to know about this. The Moon Tool app. Yeah, tell us about that. Moon yeah. Tool. One word. Yeah, yeah because that would that's be how she wrote it. <clears throat> oh, there Moon it is. Tool. Moon Tool from Windows. Here's a right, link. I'm clicking on it. I just click on all the links you guys post. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's creepy crawlies in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Calculates phase of the moon at either the current time or any user specified time. Displays a picture of the moon at the correct phase. That's cool. That's very hmm. cool. Yeah. I do, you know, I look at the moon all the time personally, you know, so I also am looking up at the moon. So I know, I pretty much know what phase it's in. And honestly, I can tell just by my feelings, what what we're doing, what's going on. So, so Kat said it's an older program, but installed it to keep track of the phases of the moon. Why do you keep track of the phases of the moon, Kat? I'm curious, what are you doing just because you want to know? Or are you doing something, mm-hmm. you know, some kind of ritual? Or do you have something that you do at specific times of the month that you need to know Maybe not the full moon, maybe a different phase. You know, I'm curious mm-hmm. why you mm-hmm. want to keep track of it. Yeah. It sounds cool. I just Are you it. are you a moon child? That's what I want to know. Are you born in July or late June? Because that would be interesting. Um Yeah, I think it's it's interesting for sure. Kat, tell us. Um Cindy is saying she likes moon ceremonies and she, if she has a lot going on and she wants to release something, she writes it on paper and burn it in a tiny cauldron outside. Yes. Oh, tarot cards. Mm-hmm. Good job. So she uses tarot cards for the new moon to set intentions. Mm-hmm. And she's a water, water child as well. Scorpio, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Scorpio's water. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. And I know she does that because she's told me about them. And I think that's very cool. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, she mentioned the tarot. And I wanted to just share a little bit of information on the moon card in the tarot. Because there's a moon card. It's a major Mm -hmm. arcana card. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times... Now, this is my own interpretation. You could look it up and probably find a bunch of different... um, meanings or whatever but when i see the moon card there's a a handful of things that come up for me um, when i'm reading and it the first thing i i think about is cycles right because the moon is representing cycles that's all the moon does is cycle over and over Mm -hmm. and so you're you're looking at some kind of cycles or change now some of the cycles could be repeat cycles because again there's the moon going through the same cycles over and over and over again, but having different effects on 
our planet, you know, mm-hmm. because of the people and the changes and the seasons and the whatever. So the cycles might be the same, but the effect that they have on us might be different. So, you know, we have these cycles to look out for. Um, and then, of course, the moon also is dark. You know, the, yes. the moon is out at nighttime. So, you know, a full moon can help us see in the dark, but there's also mm-hmm. a lot of unknowns and a lot of mystery mm-hmm. with the moon. So mm-hmm. there could be hidden information, hidden um, agendas. There's a lot of hidden that can come up when you see the yes. moon card um, in tarot. So, you know, it's it's sometimes you're not supposed to know what's going on right now because it's dark and you might get little glimpses maybe with the, the moon card when you see that moon card. Possibly that information might come intuitively because the moon tends to be uh, representing, again, the water and the feminine. And so it can tap into some of that intuition a little bit more which can be helpful if mm-hmm. you are in the right place to receive it, you know, because the moon also, because of the cycles and the full moon energy can bring chaos because mm-hmm. of the change. And, you know, you think of the full moon and, yep. you know, people being really affected like we already talked about. So there's a lot of interesting energies and kind of some push-pull with the moon, but of course that is the moon. Um, yes. With that push-pull, um, you know, you think of the gravitational pull on the earth and so there's a lot of push pull with the the moon card that i find really interesting but it could mean that you know things are up for change and it could be kind of crazy a little chaotic Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i yeah i agree with that yeah and yeah the push pull the tides i mean the tides are amazing right pushing towards the land and the pulling away and you know it's all it's kind of it has an effect on people too you know and I think some of us more than others for sure um you know I don't know the answer to this but I'm wondering when the tides are really high you know like they're cyclical too right so sometimes the tides are much higher than other times and I'm wondering if that coincides with the moon I guess I got to look that up on the break because that's pretty interesting pretty interesting thought I wonder. Um, but very cool. Kat says, what's a Virgo supposed to be? Earth, air, water, fire. Oh, Earth. Earth. Oh, you're an Earth. You're an Earthling. <laughs> you're one of us, Kat. I'm a Capricorn. Yeah. Yeah. Earth. Oh, nice and grounded. Mm. Well, not all the time. Depends. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny because we can't define ourselves by our sign, right? Um, it's, a, it's that sun sign. You know, whatever mm-hmm. you're born in. So mm-hmm. I'm Capricorn, you're Cancer, right? Yeah. Uh, but it's not, I mean, there's so many other pieces that make up you as a human. It's funny because now we're taking a little side trip down the astrology uh, mm-hmm. rabbit hole. But mm-hmm. I remember reading, you ever read your horoscope on a Sunday mm-hmm. paper in, you know, when I was growing yeah. up, I'd read it and it was always so boring because <laughs> it's Capricorn, right? like what and it was just boring and it was always about business and level-headed Ooh. and briefcases and wearing oh. suits you know and stuff like that like yeah. I was just beside myself because I was this little art student you know and I was intuitive well I am intuitive but at the you know the time it was all just 
I was reading other horoscopes and be like, that should be my horoscope because that makes more sense to me. You know, I read all these other horoscopes. Now yeah. it makes sense why, you know, mm-hmm. it's because that's just one little piece of a mm-hmm. whole picture. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, you know, and some of them fit us so well. I mean, can't, the model for cancer is just has Steffi Jean written all over it, right? I mean, for sure. Well, but then you have to look at the rest of your birth chart and see yes. there might be other pieces that also yes. just fit into that too. Yeah. So, well, that's true. But a lot of the major things are just so me. You know, it's just funny, actually, when I read them. You know what? We are 32 minutes past the hour, so we need to go to commercial break. So stay with us. This is the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. In order for the light to shine so brightly, the darkness must be present. Tune in every Monday at 10 o'clock for Dark Sun Rising on the Para-X Radio Network. Heidi, have you listened to The Calling lately? Why, yes, Steph, I have. It's really good. Have you? Absolutely. It's what I would say is a wild and wooly affair. So does that mean it's a wild and wooly Wednesday show? (laughs) Well, I definitely think that that's true. So you know we listen, since The Calling is the sibling show to our show, The Gathering. Listen to The Calling Radio Show with Jerry and Kimberly Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Para-X Radio Network. Hi, this is Marla Brooks from Stir in the Cauldron. Thursdays are a great night on the Para-X Radio Network. On the first and third Thursdays of the month at 8 p.m., it's Tango and Friends, hosted by Bruce Tango. And on the alternate Thursdays at 8 p.m., tune in to Stirring the Cauldron, the Archive podcast. Every week at 9 p.m. Eastern, join me on Stirring the Cauldron Live. And then at 10 p.m., stick around for New Aeon Now with Lily Alley, Davron Michaels, and Christine Matza. Finally, to round out the night, join Dr. Kelly Renee Schutz on the Paranormal Encounters podcast. All this, every Thursday, right here on Para-X. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. And we are talking about the moon tonight, although we have dipped into a couple other subjects here. uh, But that's okay because it's bringing up some cool stuff. Actually, some things that might be good for their own show coming up. Mm -hmm. Um, We had a question right before break in the chat room. We were talking about different um, elements and, you know, it started with the moon and affecting water signs. And then we started talking about other signs. And so Kat mm-hmm. is an earth sign. And she asked, so is earth work best for me in magical work? And then she made a comment during break that she said she had it work at once in a way that was pretty amazing. And that's awesome. And yeah, it can be something, depending on your sign, um, that you could feel an affinity for, you know, if you're working mm-hmm. in you know, with earth magic as opposed to maybe fire magic or um, working with air elements or water energy. So um, it really, it could be, you know, that your your sun sign could, you know, lead you to 
like, oh, this is the kind of element work you should be doing. But really, there's other factors, too, that would play into it if you're looking at, A, your birth chart or just what you're um, drawn to. You know, some people might be earth signs and they don't feel an affinity for earth energy, but they really feel an affinity towards working with water or fire or whatever. So you have to work with what resonates. But if earth energy resonates and you find that it's working, that's awesome. And then stick, you know, stick with it, at least in the beginning. Maybe, you know, once you get practiced in earth magic you can Mm -hmm. try other things you know and and see if it works for you or how it feels because that's how I like to decide what I'm doing is you know is it going to be in the tangible or is it something else for me because of the intuition I like to go into more of the spirit realm which would be uh, kind of the fifth element in the ether Mm -hmm. so to speak so I like to do a lot of my magic work there but um it's really what resonates. And if you found success and it feels right, for whatever reason, even if it doesn't make sense, then I'd stick with it. So that's awesome yeah. that you've had some success with the earth earth magic. Yes, absolutely. Um, Jerry is asking, um, isn't it during the full moon when you should write a person alive or dead a letter and uh, thoughts, feelings and such and then burn it? And everything done in the moonlight. I think that's a part of the release ceremony kind of thing. So if you have something, someone or something you want to release, that's what we do. We write down things we want to let go of and then we burn them. So kind of the same thing, right? Heidi, that's yeah, I mean, if especially a if you can't tell the person because they're no longer on this planet mm-hmm. or it could be more harmful than good. So you shouldn't tell that person. Mm-hmm. I mean, if having contact with someone triggers old traumas or wounds, I mean, that would not be good. Right. Um, and if it's not going to be received or they could, you know, have some kind of, you know, retaliation for talking to them or whatever. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons you shouldn't do it. But sometimes it just feels good to get it off your chest and you don't mm-hmm. want to have to engage another person or it just doesn't make sense yeah do it during the full moon and really allow that energy to be released into the universe Mm -hmm. um, released out of you and recycled for something else and it's not that we do that with the intention that they have to receive it and they have to change or whatever i mean that can't be the intention it doesn't work like that but doing it for our own good our highest good you do something mm-hmm. and then yeah you can totally do it during a full moon like you said earlier stuff with some of these mm-hmm. full moons i mean the energy can be really intense yes. especially if there's like an eclipse or oh yeah you know something else going on so mm-hmm. uh, that can be really uh helpful and impactful you know you could feel amazingly different just doing something like that oh yeah having that outlet oh yeah for sure for sure. And he's saying, I thought it was a release, uh, not a release, but a new beginning to a person too, to that person, to the person doing, I'm guessing you're saying to the person doing the ritual and releasing the energy. Yeah, because you're you're asking the moon to help you release this energy and she will, you know, her energy will help that. And then you are, your intentions are letting it go. So then it takes it off you, right? And mm-hmm. you feel so much better, right? You're releasing. Well, hopefully. I mean, it may not mm-hmm. be a magic switch either. Right. You know, you've got that full moon energy that, and you're help, you know, asking to release. And then mm-hmm. there's time to process too. I mean, mm-hmm. there could be some, some healing time, you know, because mm-hmm. once this energy is releasing, 
you might have to have a, a process to heal the the energy now yep. that's kind of like open, right? Yep. It's an open wound, it's open. Yep. you know, because released. So you have to mm-hmm. do some healing and get ready for maybe the new beginning that could come with the new moon. New it moon. may not be the next new moon um, mm-hmm. because, again, not everything is that clean in mm-hmm. our world as much as we would love it to be. Like Yes. Yes, boom, it's not all tidy. <laughs> Doesn't work like that. No. Hate to tell you. No, not at all. Not at all. And, um, I mean, it's a good practice. It really is a good practice to get into. And I'm not saying you need to do it every month. Um, but like you said, you kind of, I mean, I always kind of know intuitively if it's full moon, new moon, whatever. And it's not just because I'm looking in the sky. It's because I can feel it. But I don't do this every month. You know, it's like different months. We, you know, a bunch of us will fill the need and we'll get together and take care of it, whether it's a new moon or a full moon or whatever. We do fit. What I do well say is that our little circle feels better when we do get together on the new moon and the full moon, even if it's not a major thing, you know, if it's not major things we need to release or major intentions we want to set. But it just Maybe it's the camaraderie and, and that feminine energy is binding us all together and supportive. And I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting, though, you know. Um, so try it. I think it's something to do. It's something fabulous to do, you know. Um, and then, of course, the new moon, it's time to set your intentions for the next cycle, right? So what do you want to accomplish? What do you want to do intuitively? You know, whatever. I think it's a good it's a good thing. You know, one of the things I know that my moon sisters and I are always talking about is um, we need to adore ourselves more because I don't think we do enough of that. You know, we need to love ourselves more and do things for ourselves more than we do. You know, and that I think that applies to all of us, you know. Um, so that's just kind of a general one that we always talk about for sure. Um so Kat is saying something here in the chat room. Um, <laughs> like, dear, dear John, stop calling me. Don't because I don't want to for old wounds caused by someone telling you that you weren't good enough and all you wanted to. Well, not really, but kind of, sort of. You just kind of wanted to get rid of that energy, right? Yeah, I mean, you can write it however you want. You can write I mean, it, yes. There's no wrong way to do it. I mean, if you're setting an intention towards someone else mm-hmm. that you want them to feel something or change something, you can't do that. No. Well, you it's can't. Only for you. Yeah. If you, let's it's say if you try, you might not work. And if it no. did work, you could get into some trouble. Yes. But it's really just for your own release mm-hmm. and your own um, just... Like therapy almost, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And that full moon energy will help you do what you're asking, release, you know? Um, we can harness that energy, you know? And I just think it's an amazing thing when you do it. And you don't have to have a circle of women. You can just go outside by yourself and just do this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, I don't know. I think it's quite amazing and quite cool when it happens. I know for a while there this year we tried, like I said, our group tried to get together full moon, new moon every month. And we just kind of, 
you know, it was really good for a few months and then things happened and oh, just got in the way. But I think we're going to try to get it back up now, you know, running again now that it's the, the winter time right now. It's winter and nobody wants to go outside anymore. But um, we will for sure. So, yeah, so the moon is cool. I'm just saying. So I was looking at the full moon name of the month. Mm-hmm. This month is the beaver moon. Beaver And I, so I was looking up just some, you know, why is it called that? And mm-hmm. um, it made me think of something that I want to share in a second. But why is it the beaver moon? It's this time of year when the beavers begin to take shelter in their lodges, having laid up sufficient stores of food for the long winter ahead. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, on the flip side, it's also the season to trap beavers for their thick winter ready pelts. So let's kill them all and... And stay warm. How awful. So anyway, um, there's uh, a whole bunch of other names for the moon this month. But really, it's it's looked at as the beaver moon. But what made me think about it when I saw the name of it, I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. Because last year, not last year, whenever we went out into the woods um, Mm -hmm. overnight for the Bigfoot, Mm -hmm. I said last year. It's totally not last year. I know. (laughs) It (laughs) feels like last year. It seems like last year, you know? Yeah. It was so hard. It it will never leave me. I felt like it was just yesterday. It, it was, that yeah. pain will never leave. So yes. anyway, um, of hauling all that stuff. Oh. I, I haven't carried <laughs> we that much ridiculous. stuff. We were absolutely ridiculous, weren't we? <laughs> Gina and I carried so much stuff through that swamp. I don't know how, I don't know how we did it with how much know. stuff we carried. And Tim, Gina, Tim and I were like pack mules. And I was going to say, I can't remember the last time I carried that much through a swamp. I've never carried that much through a mm-hmm. swamp because I haven't gone through a swamp like that before. It was awful. But you know, what was interesting is we had a full moon. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was November. So it was a beaver moon. And when you and Katie were stuck on the other side of the swamp, and mm-hmm. Gina and I just powered through it. We just motored through it because we're mm-hmm. like, we can't keep standing here holding all the stuff so we had to get to the other side of the swamp so we could set the stuff down and tim was helping you guys and so we were standing there waiting because we were we had to set everything down and we're right in that we're getting towards the edge of the swamp and there was um those deep pools right because of all the beavers yes have made these deep pools there and we were standing there and you're standing in grass marshy grass Mm -hmm. and there's this huge mound and then right next to you is a pool. So if you were mm-hmm. actually in the pool, you'd probably be underwater. So mm-hmm. we're standing next to this mound that's been made that's actually, we're dry. Mm-hmm. And this beaver pool is right next to us. Yeah, <laughs> And it was so crazy because while we're standing there waiting for you guys and sweating, I mean, we were mm-hmm. just like a mess, mm-hmm. but it was so active. We heard this huge like sploosh. And we turned and looked, you know, because it's full moon. We could see yeah. clearly without yes. flashlights. Yes. And we looked and there was like two beavers going bonkers in this huge pool. And it's, you know, beginning of November or whenever mm-hmm. it was, you know, it was around mm-hmm. the beginning of November. Mm-hmm. And they were just busy, busy and beavers. getting ready, you know, yeah. doing their yeah. thing, getting ready for winter. And, uh, but man, those they must have been huge because the sound that they made sound like cannonball, you know, when people <laughs> jump into the pool and they cannonball into the pool. That's what it yeah. sounded like they were doing. It's like they were cannonballing into their pool that they made. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were totally taking advantage of that full moon oh, energy. And it was awesome absolutely. because we were just standing there 
I've never been that close to beavers. They were within feet of us. I love it. They didn't care that we were there. They were doing their thing. We weren't bothering them. We were just just taking it in. And if I would have thought for a second that I could take my phone out and not drop it Mm -hmm. in, you know, any kind of swampy mess, um, I would have taken pictures. But we were just totally just soaking up the energy of these animals, and it was awesome. Oh, yeah. I love the beavers. And there's so many of them out there. And the last time, well, we were, Katie and I were out there, was it last winter or the year before? I don't remember. And it was frozen. It was Jan. Was it January? I don't know. It was during the winter. And there was ice on the lake and, or this pond, whatever, swamp, wetland, you want to call it. And we walked out and we, we were over by one of those beaver dams. And... I fell through the ice. Yeah, I've told this story before. And just one leg, just one of my legs went through all the way up to my hip. And I'm like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? You know, and it's like Katie just stood there, you know, because she was right next to me. And I'm like, okay, we got to get out. I was I was a little scared. I, was, I wasn't really scared because, you know, it's not that deep there. But the thing is, people drown because they go under the ice and then they can't find their way out, right? This is the issue. But... Just a warning to anybody who wants to go out on the ice and take a look at these beaver dams that the ice is not thick enough around those to hold a human because there's constant interaction with the beavers, right? The beavers are there in the ponds and they're swimming around and stuff. So stay clear. Stay clear of those beavers, beaver dams, you know, and I thought we were far enough away. Apparently not. So did get out, even went more, even went and you know, trekking through the woods a little bit more until I couldn't feel my foot. And then it's like, I think we need to go now. <laughs> yeah. Hypothermia is a real thing. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But yeah, no, it was uh, just, like I said, warning to all of you out there who might be on a wetland somewhere and you want to take a look at a beaver dam on a frozen, frozen ice, don't do it. Don't get within 20 feet at least, you know, maybe further. But yeah, awesome. But yeah, beaver... Yeah, we don't like to talk about trapping them, but they're beautiful. They're beautiful animals, and they're just the coolest creatures, you know? There's a lot of them out in our research area, for sure. Um, I think we need to get some business done. We only have 10 minutes left. Wow, this hour has just flown, can I just say? Um, tomorrow night is the Calling Radio Show, which is our sibling show, and Jerry and Valentina... Miss V, who was on our show a month or so ago, will be on. So that'll be a fun show. We'll have to see what that's all about because they're just crazy together. You know, both of them have that crazy wild energy. So tune in tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Para-X Radio Network. So there's the plug. Um, Awesome. Yeah, so lots of good stuff. So we got some good fodder for maybe some future shows out of here and um, cool beans. So, yeah, and the moon is still full, people, you know, for a couple days. I mean, it starts to, you know, it starts to lessen, of course, every day. But that energy is there for quite a while, you know. So get out there. Do your, you know, do your little releases and... You know, I think, I don't know if we're going to get to do it here in the Northland this this week because it's going to be cloudy. But, um, I mean, you can still do it anyway. The moon still sees us, right? The moon knows all our secrets. That's what I always say because she's always there. Um, so. so, I have some fun facts about the moon. Yeah, shoot. So, if you're interested in hearing, because I think it's just 
it's interesting to know about something. We see it all the time and we don't, yeah. do we, how often do we think about it? I don't know. I do, but I think mm-hmm. this is fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So the moon is a dusty ball of rock measuring 3,476 kilometers in diameter, which is roughly a quarter size of the earth. Mm-hmm. It's home to mountains, craters, and flat plains called seas that are made of hardened lava. Mm-hmm. It's Earth's only natural satellite. It's a celestial body that orbits a planet, and its orbit around our planet is shaped like a squished circle known as an eclipse. So it doesn't mm-hmm. go in a, in a perfect circle. Mm-hmm. It takes 27.3 days for the moon to travel all the way around the Earth and complete its orbit. Mm-hmm. And that's why the full moon changes, you know, all the time when the mm-hmm. full moon is, when the new moon is, because it's not, uh, it's shorter than our month cycles. And although it shines bright in the night sky, it actually doesn't produce its own light. We see no. the moon because it reflects light from the sun. Mm-hmm. So that's why we see it. It does not have its own light. Mm-hmm. And have you ever noticed how the moon appears to change shape at night? That's because the moon orbits the earth. The sun lights up different parts of its surface. So it's just our view of the moon that's changing, not the moon itself. Of course, mm-hmm. that's why we see the different phases. Mm-hmm. And as the moon travels, it rotates on its own axis, just like our planet. It takes roughly the same amount of time for the moon to make a full rotation as it does to complete its orbit. This means we only ever see about 60% of the moon's surface from Earth. And the that's why it's known as the near side and the far side of the moon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the temperature of the moon varies from super hot to super cold. When the sun hits the surface, temperatures can reach a scorching 127 degrees wow. centigrade. That's centigrade. That's wow. not, uh, Fahrenheit. Who knew? Uh, but when it goes down, it can be 153 degrees below zero centigrade so yeah that's extreme um like the earth the moon has gravity but the moon's gravity is weaker it's only one sixth of the earth's gravity it means you'd weigh much less if you were to stand on the moon oh isn't that nice (laughs) (laughs) do you want to go there and find out sure yeah let's do it there you go you get on that next rocket uh let's see here the scientists aren't entirely sure how the moon is formed a popular theory is that a mars-sized rocks rock crashed into earth and the debris from the collision clumped together to make what is now our moon i don't know about that you know what i i think because i've seen too many shows on um different cable channels (laughs) probably history channel you know there was one of the ancient aliens that they talked about the moon being a satellite as an alien satellite oh where it's actually a creation made for docking to observe Earth and have easy access to get to Earth. Because they've seen formations that they can't explain on the moon and wonder how did they get there. So they seem that they're not uh, natural formations. I think it's an interesting theory. I mean, they could have used it as such, but I do think it, it's terrestrial. You know what I mean? I think it's, I, I haven't heard the part that it's formed from Earth. That's interesting. But, you know, most of the planets in our solar system have moons, you know. Some of them have many. Um, so, I mean, it's all made of the same matter, right? That's an, I've never heard that before. That's an interesting thought. But who knows? You know, we just don't know. 
so Kat is saying, okay, so I just have to mention this. She's saying, when you when you said it was going to be talis, talismanic Tuesday, she thought we were going to talk about how to create talismans or something. And the reason why we picked that is because the, the moon is many, many people have the moon as a talisman. So we thought it was a right. good, um, a good uh, thought. It was a good T word, basically. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I got my mind is flying in a million words. different spots here now. Yep. <laughs> Um, but that led me to th- say, I commented in the chat room, I said that I've taught a class on sigils, and we could talk about that some night, actually. What? On what? On sigils. I don't know what that is. So that would be a good class, then. <laughs> we could yeah. do it on, like, a, a show is, uh, we could talk about sigils. Are they talisman, or what? what is a sigil? Well, kind of, yeah, you cre- oh. and how to create them. Oh, Okay. And I mean, we can talk about them in general, but also we can talk about how to create that, your own for whatever purpose. So, oh, oh. well, that's interesting. Yeah. Be fun. Oh, gosh. Cool beans. Okay. Sigils. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. Okay. Well, so our, our Looney Tuesday, and you know, Luna said comes from the moon too, right? Because people go crazy during the moon when it's full, creating lunatics. Lunatics. That's probably what I am most full moons, except for this time. So <laughs> you can just call me the lunatic. <laughs> nice. I know. I love it. So anyway, yeah, no, fun show. I'm glad we got to talk about the moon a little bit because, like I said, we mention it a lot, but never have really devoted any time to it other than, oh, God, it's a full moon tonight. You know what I mean? So this was awesome. I I will say, so looking last year at this time, we did a show all about the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, remember? Because yeah, November 10th is the anniversary and I don't know what year it is this year, but um, so she went down on November 10th, and wow, we did a whole show on it, and it was so fun, and then we've done Great Lakes, you know, create the spirit of the Great Lakes and stuff, so yeah, you know, we might want to revisit that too in an, in a future show, because that's always fun, and people really like that. I love it, you know, love to talk about the spirits of the lakes, but yeah, so anyway, so everybody remember the Edmund Fitzgerald on the 10th and all those, you know, the 29 men who died. So anyway, it's just been a good show for sure. So thanks for listening. The music is playing. That means it's time for us to go. <laughs> yes, it is. Another week. So Thanks for listening, everyone, and enjoy the rest of the full moon. So, you know, release, release, release. And um, to all of the troops out there, thank you for your service and be safe. Yes. And everybody in the chat room, thanks for your comments and stories and questions. Loved having you with us, of course. And everybody out there, wherever you are listening, thanks for tuning in to us. And Para-X, thank you so much for hosting our show once again. We enjoy being here every week. And Sarge, most amazing producer on the planet, thanks so much for keeping us going. Yes, absolutely. Good night, everyone. <laughs>